0: The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 13th chapter. That same day Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. And great crowds gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat down. And the whole crowd stood on the beach, and he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the path. choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.
1: Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ, St. Paul tells us. Today, we reflect on the parable of the sower, and we consider on hearing what happens after the word is heard. It's a puzzling thing for Christians. We watch as people around us hear the word of Christ. We draw nearer to Jesus and holy things, while others who hear sometimes move on to other things. Jesus tells us why in the parable. Some hear but do not understand it. Others receive the word with great joy, but tribulation or persecution destroy what was sown. Still others hear the word but are carried away by worldly riches and the cares of this world. All three of these situations could ping each one of us. And this year has been a particularly difficult year. The troubles have initiated various responses. Questions What is going on in the world? And where is God in all of it? And then come some other questions What makes me happy? What do I really want? In the parable, Jesus is leading us to the ground on which the seed is scattered. And this brings us to the heart of the matter. It has been said that we are what we love. And so, what are your loves? What do you desire? What drives your actions? The answer to these questions will also lead you to your worries and concerns. What you love may also dictate how you hear the word. Our loves may distort our view of Jesus, too. In a way, our lives are like a plot of earth or like a garden. It's horticulture all over again. What is put into the soil? A gardener may put good fertilizer and compost or gypsum into the soil. Maybe some sand is needed or compost. So the question becomes, what do we need to cultivate our souls and our lives? If we love the wrong things, even a little, our understanding of Scripture can get skewed. In the gospel, each situation mentions hearing the word. Only at the end, with the good soil, are we told that these hear and understand. Understanding is an interesting thing. It hearkens us, for example, to the book of Acts, with the Ethiopian eunuch, and Philip, the apostle, The Ethiopian's riding on the chariot. The Lord tells Philip to go to the chariot and get on there and converse with the Ethiopian who is sitting and reading the book of Isaiah. Philip's first words were Do you understand what you are reading? The Ethiopian responds. How can I unless someone guides me? Then Philip interprets what the Ethiopian was reading by leading him to Jesus, the Lamb who died for the sins of the world. The Ethiopian needed a guide. In Greek, the word is hodegos, And guide in Greek is derived from the Greek word for road. leading us to the picture that our lives with the scriptures are no isolated endeavors. We do not go it alone. Part of the problem with the rebellious soil and the people of the world is that they want to go it alone. Our cultivation in the faith To hear and to understand works in concert with the church. Creed and confession, pastors and proclamation, Jesus. The church guides us and instructs us. If the Ethiopian had remained in solitude in the chariot, reading Isaiah without a correct understanding of the text the evil one would have likely snatched away the word, just like that. But Philip the Apostle bound himself to the Ethiopian and catechized. Holy community, all of a sudden. One of the wonderful aspects of the parable is the Greek description of the good soil. The one who hears and understands the word. The Greek calls the good soil actually beautiful soil. This beautiful soil is made beautiful because of Jesus. He established the church. He instituted the sacraments, the pastoral ministry. He established the apostles who were taught the kerygma, which had been handed on to the church. All of that comes from Jesus and defines the church, makes the church beautiful, and makes our lives beautiful. An empty or darkly canvassed life becomes colorful and vibrant through the holy things of Jesus. As you walk past the large baptismal font which welcomes you into the nave, the flowing water reminds us all of our lives of distinction and meaning. As you are absolved in the liturgy, light shines illuminating the variegated colors of a life in Christ. The production of fruit comes from Jesus. He brings you onto the holy path to journey. He sets your feet in the right direction. As Jesus forgives, he leads and instructs. Jesus is your guide, establishing your life of beauty. And this gives meaning to the beauty of the church. Arrayed in colors and tapestries, icons and crosses and beautiful music we enter a beautiful space. As we think of all this beauty and meaning and the word which produces fruit and beautiful soil, we think on what makes for all of this. Just before the parable of the sower, in Matthew's Gospel, Jesus was confronted by some scribes and Pharisees. We see an example of those in whom the word of God was lost or snatched away. These did not understand the word while they heard it. So we learn from Jesus what we need in order to hear and understand. In response to the scribes and Pharisees, Jesus says, No sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah, For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The interpretive lens through which we read Scripture is described there by Jesus. We look to his cross and to his empty tomb. Through this lens, Scripture will not be lost. Through this lens, the Ethiopian understands the prophet Isaiah and we see the fruit which came from it. The Ethiopian was then baptized by Philip. He was grafted into Jesus and entered the beautiful church. As you journey and the sower sows the seed, You are forgiven, loved, and set apart as one holy and precious to the Lord. These beautiful attributes of the church become you as you rest in Christ's love. He feeds, restores, protects, and will lead you through life's challenges and temptations and troubles. Jesus is the guide who comes and sits with you through all that you experience in life and he will bring you his particular and beautiful peace in his time and in the ways he has set for you as he gives you the gift of holy understanding. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.